God, they fly towards each other. They fly to, oh my God, look, they moving in for formation. Baby, please answer me. government official is warning we may be on the verge of intergalactic war saying quote the bush administration has finally agreed to let the military build a forward base on the moon which will put them in a better position to keep track of the comings and goings of visitors from space and to shoot at them if they so decide i was introduced to the late dr Werner von braun in the u.s the father of rocketry in my first meeting with him during that first three and a half hours he said to me carol you will stop the weaponization of space because there is a lie being told to everyone that the weaponization of space is now first being based upon the evil empire, the Russians. There are many enemies, he said, against whom we're going to build this space-based weapon system. The first of whom was the Russians, which was existing at that time. Then there would be terrorists, then there would be third world countries, now we call them rogue nations or nations of concern. Then there would be asteroids. And then he would repeat to me over and over, and the last card, the last card, the last card would be the extraterrestrial threat. Pardon me, I don't mean to interrupt you, but doesn't this make sense? I mean, if in fact there are extraterrestrials and they're buzzing uh, our planet, why wouldn't we want to take steps to defend ourselves from them should they turn hostile? As a military strategist, as a person who worked on the MX missile, which I did later, he said, you will find that there is going to be a spin to find some enemy against whom we have to build space-based weapons. And now we should expect the spin because he said part of the formula for the intelligence community is if they might have a weapon, then we have to consider that they do have these weapons. So now they do have these weapons, so now we have to build these weapon systems. And that's the formula, except that it's all based on a lie. All right, one more wow. clip, and then I'm going to turn. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just, I was just saying, wow. <laughs> that you see what I'm saying about Tucker, though? Oh, yeah. It's kind of, I don't know. He's been on the alien kick for a while, and he's like talking about we need a moon base and space weapons. And that was during when Bush was president. Now he's still doing, the, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Right. Um, Did he start on Fox News or was he on a different? He used to uh, do a show called Crossfire on CNN where he was the conservative guy and they had a liberal guy. Okay. And that was like when Bush Carey, and Carey were running against each other. There's a classic, uh, a classic episode of Crossfire where John Stewart comes on as a guest and just destroys Tucker and his co-host. Eviscerates him. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he's like, I just wanted to come on your show and just tell you, please stop. You're hurting America. It's not wow. that I don't like the. Sh it's not that I don't like you or the show. It's just that I. It's not that it's not a good show. It's just bad. I don't remember. I'm butchering what he says, but it was just, it was great. Uh, but yeah, Tucker, <laughs> I mean, and don't get me wrong. I like Tucker's 
by far the best person on Fox, but I agree with Adam and Mo that he's controlled opposition, and this UFO shit makes me even more suspicious of him. But yeah, uh, you know yeah. who St- uh, Stephen Greer is? Uh, I know the name, but I couldn't pick him out on the lineup. So he's like one of the biggest UFO guys, and he's really into, he believes in aliens, he's really into, uh, he's, you know, he's military, Dr. Stephen Greer, I believe he's military, or at least ex-military, he's got, like, he had really high, he was read in on stuff, he had these credentials, but he's into weird, like, he he's he believes you can meditate and summon UFOs to appear in the sky, he has this story where he, like, saw, like, UFOs flying and they knew he was traveling to australia that day and that's why they flew through the sky to meet him and stuff he's out there but he's at the same time you know he's a crackpot but he's credentialed and um respected um but anyway this is that being said when you're that when you believe in aliens and that you're that into ufos it's interesting when you sound a lot like bill cooper there's a new video this morning that some say may be proof we're not alone in the universe. A UFO in the form of a bright light is seen descending over the dome of the rock in Jerusalem. The video is said to be taken over the weekend. Uh, then suddenly the light shoots up into the sky. There you see it. Another video from a different angle uh, appears to show the light doing the same thing. You can see this thing comes down over the ma- through the valley and then in the valley and then it turns and it turns and it comes straight. So something traveling that fast turning at that speed yeah. that low mm-hmm. is just insane. This seems potentially like one of the biggest stories of my lifetime and I don't care if it's about UFOs or whatever you call it. Something that we don't understand is getting very close to our military aircraft and the government isn't responding adequately, and I hope you keep sounding the alarm on this. <laughs> Tucker! Tucker! I think it will take congressional hearings to get to the bottom of all this. This is the next big thing that they want the public to be afraid of. Well, they fired this electromagnetic weapon, they collided, two went down near Roswell, and one wasn't found until 1951 up in the northern New Mexico desert. So this is, yeah, Dr. Stephen Greer on InfoWars here. Man.video. Everyone wonders why this conservative Republican president named a five-star general, Eisenhower, said on his last speech to the nation, as he left office, beware the military-industrial complex. Oh, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. He wasn't talking about his brethren in the military rank. No, he said file. a technological elite in control of it. We must also be alert to the equal and opposite danger that public policy could itself become the captive of a scientific technological elite people don't realize that eisenhower on his watch lost control of the technology transfer issue around et spacecraft uh back that's uh, actually something that uh people like that eisenhower speech like where he talks about the military industrial complex we must guard against un whether sought or unsought or warranted influence by the military industrial complex like that whole speech is like way crazier than that because he's talking about the technocrats and the scientific and elite, the technocratic elite. And yeah, that's I, the I that's up. the more interesting part to me. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, <laughs> it's the military industrial complex is just one of many tools in the kit. 
Yeah. And it's, and it's, um, yeah, that whole, that farewell dress from Eisenhower is, is, uh, up there with that speech from Kennedy about secret societies. Yeah, that's exactly what I was getting ready to say that, um, you know, I, I, I should have, but I didn't just cause it kind of slipped my mind, but to pull those, those two up side by side, I mean, <laughs> one of them ended up with this fucking head splattered in Dealey Plaza, you know? Yeah. Um, well, the, uh, Spencer and Lorraine are coming on, uh, I think the end of this month we're doing a whole JFK episode. I'm excited for that. I've been wanting to do a JFK episode for a while. Hell yeah. It's going to be fun. Love those guys. But yeah, uh finished up with Stephen Greer. I just think it's so interesting that a guy who's like is into UFOs and believes in aliens, like as into aliens as you can get is still um not being fooled by this blue beam shit. Logical elite in control of it. We must also be alert to the equal and opposite danger that public policy could itself become the captive of a scientific, technological elite. People don't realize that Eisenhower, on his watch, lost control of the technology transfer issue around ET spacecraft. They circled the wagons and cut him out. So that's where I get into the, the Majority Intelligence Committee, MAJIC, it's pronounced magic, ironically, uh, or not ironically. And that is a Holy blend shit. of both corporate and government programs. And I've met with a number of them uh, who, who are involved at that level. And they all have this agenda to want to control the world through one calamity after another. And the big one they've been planning is to host sort of an alien threat from outer space. You know, Werner Von Braun back in the 70s on his deathbed told a member of my team that there was a long-term agenda to hoax a threat from outer space so that the sort of the uber global elite who are really fascists wanted to take over the planet and unite humanity, not in love and peace or spiritual development or anything nice, but around a fearsome, uh, is sort of police state conditions and that they would go through a number of protocols to do that. First, there would be, uh, of course, the Cold War, which they would wind down, replace it with global terrorism and then global financial chaos. And then the big one, which is the one that they're working on most, uh, that's been very covert in these unacknowledged special access projects is this hoaxed alien threat. All of this is basically a rest rehearsal for what's coming, and people need to wake up. You catch what he said: uh, the global, global financial crisis, global financial crisis. That's COVID. That's the Great Reset. Man, I think, <clears throat> I think this fake alien invasion shit seems like it's right on schedule, and it's definitely going to happen in our lifetime. Yeah, and with the uh, with that fucking Seattle. Uh, hologram video the, the one that i had seen you know that's what all the fucking comments are i'm starting to see i shared the meme with you on nas mm-hmm. there's the meme of uh uh well, we could get fucking invaded by aliens tomorrow and half the people of the population are gonna be like ah there's no aliens like they're priming it for us it, it's uh yeah and i and i have uh i have no doubt that they have the technology to project stuff in the sky and like these UFOs could easily be projections like the uh, the guy in the uh, 
the very opening clip. Those are aliens coming down here, y'all. <laughs> yeah, th- I mean that like it looks like like crazy lights in the sky, and they're splitting off and doing weird formation patterns, and then they all merge back into one light. I think it's uh, it could very easily be projected holograms, and they're just slowly, you know, uh, getting us ready for the big one, the big shebang, the big the big one, the full fleet coming in all at once. The big Kahuna or the uh, religious, you know, worldwide re- religious deities and projected in the sky too. I mean, I don't know, man. I think uh, we live in some crazy fucking times, and it's gonna it's gonna be. Uh, if you look at the world as, uh, like George Carlin said, you take yourself out of it so you don't have a stake in it. It's pretty fun to live in times like these, I think. <laughs> Definitely interesting. Like it's like, it is, uh, if you look at it as a movie, uh, and it is, I mean, like, if, if there was, if everything was smooth and there was no turmoil or struggle or just crazy shit going on, then life would be pretty boring, so. Right. But you um, live in interesting times. <laughs> I, uh, I'm definitely still willing to go uh, much deeper, but I do want to kind of tease what we got in store for uh, post this conversation. Cause I, while I don't have much on UFO uh, uh, film or videos or, you know, reported sightings, Mm -hmm. what I'm looking to do is to see how they normalize it in the shape of people. And uh, it's really it's really not that new of a technology. What do you, what do you mean the shape of people? Well, um, you know, if you can do realistic holograph people, I bet you could do uh, realistic holograph aliens. Oh yeah, yeah for I, sure. I, I got, think, I got what you're saying. Like the Tupac and Michael Jackson holograms. See, I feel like, uh, with the religious angle and, you know, this is just me kind of spitting into the wind, but I feel like, I feel like, at these times, at least with just how hard the science push and the atheum, atheum, atheist push has, has been, uh, cause I, I grew up fairly religious. Uh, I've, I've definitely backed away. Um, once I left college, uh, uh, non-denominational Baptist for whatever that means. Yeah. Same here. Uh, I definitely believe in magic in a very real way. And, uh, that's some stuff that I'll, uh, just, a personal experience with something kind of similar from 2001, you know, this is all stuff that uh, we'll we'll have for you next time. But, you know, I just, I, I think if you're, if you're religious or if you're on the cusp, then it's, it's these times where you're going to start doubling down or hunkering down maybe is more appropriate. Like you're going to take more solace in your, um, in your faith, because the way I see it, uh, the new world order, build back better. It's a faithless system. It's a system where your overlords decided that you ultimately can't be trusted, and you will have to be cold for your own benefit. And it's replacing uh, uh, a higher power. It's replacing God with the state. Yeah. The state you know, is now your God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, I yo, love comrade, that. your state let you date? <laughs> <laughs> that, that Twilight, I bring it up way too often, man, but that Twilight Zone episode, <laughs> The Obsolete Man, holds up as one of the greatest pieces of classic television. Have you seen that episode? I have not, but uh, I'm going to pull it up. Well, Obsolete Man? 
Yeah, I wonder if I still have the clip. It's um, it's yeah. I'll, the basic premise is um, books are outlawed in the future, and the state has proven that there is no God, and they have basically um, they liquidate you or terminate you. Uh, if you're useless to society. And so this librarian's on trial, and they're like, well, since there are no more books, Mr. Wordsworth, we have very little need for a librarian. And they, uh, it's it's really good. It's basically just he, this, this dude's on death row because he's a librarian in an age where books are banned. And it's, I mean, it's like, it's a little on the nose, like kind of cheesy, but I mean, it's like, I thought it's, it's a great episode. Um, I wonder, I wonder, I bet I can find the, uh, the classic Rod Sterling intro for that because he Twilight Zone's so good, man. Rod I, Sterling I just, was a I, genius. I, my immediate hot take on that because all that sounds phenomenal, and I will have it watched by the next time we meet. Um, it's like, <laughs> what good are warriors when you don't have any conflicts? Yeah, like, <laughs> chuck them, get rid of them, get uh, out of here with your eye hole. On risk. Oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. I can get. Hope it's not too quiet. It's on the YouTube's. You walk into this room at your own risk, because it leads to the future, not a future that will be, but one that might be. It has refinements, technological advances, and a more sophisticated approach to the destruction of human freedom. But like every one of the super states that preceded it, it has one iron rule: logic is an enemy, and truth is a menace. It's a great Truth episode. Holy fuck. Oh, man. Just like uh, every, every tyrant who has planted his boot print on the, throughout the pages of history. Um, I don't know. You got any, You said you had some Ike and some Alex, man. We can get into that if you want. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, um, just to you know, kind of give you a, a framing reference, um, what I have left is... Uh, I can a little bit of Alex Jones, some experiment stuff, and then uh, we can do some Men in Black if you want. Uh, that yeah, I and then we can—we're uh, saving the, t- the modern day technical application of all this for next episode because that'll give me some more stuff to dig into too. Yeah, for sure. And I'll—I'm I'll, uh, going to pull up like those uh, the Phoenix Lights and and, and uh, other you know super popular. That was just swamp uh, gas, bro. Sightings. <laughs> it's balloons. <laughs> um, I I just want to give a shout out real quick uh, to to like in my opinion the one guy that really made all of this possible the build back better uh, you know this this uh, one state it's great sort of fucking setup um, everybody please give a loud and awful boo for uh, George Senior Satan himself. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. My name is George. That, <laughs> that, that line right there. And we are successful, and we will be. And we will be. Is makes, we, the, makes the creepy factor like tenfold. And we yeah. will be. 
I, I, and I, I, I understand that that's a, that's a fairly common clip popular even. It's a, I, heard, I heard it in the intro of a podcast. I like, I think. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, actually a lot of that. Cause uh, when they say new world order, it's Carrie Obama, Clinton, uh, junior, I think. Uh, oh, cool. Biden, so you took sure. all of them, uh, saying it at the same time. Yeah. And awesome. it's really awful. <laughs> I bet I could do a little, uh, cleaner version of Cleaner no, that's cool. I, I really like that. I, I just, I didn't know who else, else was saying it, but that, yeah, it sounds good. I like that. That's even cooler now that I know who it is saying <laughs> it along with him. I just, I thought it might be a little too self-serving to play, <laughs> to play that section. <laughs> um, Shout out behind well, the schemes. Check them out. Check them out. They're on the, they're on the internet. Yeah, we're on the interwebs. But, you have to uh, type Abel in our Kirby name. still can't find your website, I don't think. Ah. Uh, uh, I think I, I know I, I had three days off and I was, uh, um, completely wiped out with a debilitating, uh, <laughs> uh I don't understand why I can't find it. Wouldn't it, is it just behind the schemes.com with three? Well, there's another, there's another show that's about animal activism and, yeah, but uh, it's not, it doesn't have the threes in the name, right? Right. I don't, so I don't know what the problem is. Like if you type it into the search bar directly, uh, it's not a problem. Well, I look, um, uh, after we finish recording, get me with me and I'll uh, see if I can help you with SEO stuff. I don't know much about it, but I know enough. Right on. Yeah. Because my uh, website any- is ridi- abs in a six pack is ridiculously spelled. I did not think that through at all. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm just glad we didn't end up using those uh, existential quantifiers, the backwards ease. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's all. That's only like our display title. Every, everywhere you actually go to search us, all of our usernames and everything, it's the threes. Look at that. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Uh, so we'll, we'll go a little old school here and, uh, and then we're hanging out with David Ike. Yeah. Aliens. Oh shit. I can't remember. I, <laughs> I hope it's this one. Cause the clip just says bitches love chips. <laughs> <laughs> In 1960s, Professor Jose Delgado took a normally hostile bull and implanted electrodes into its brain. Electrodes that could be activated. The bull feels a little masculine. I mean, not that that, that's what they were thinking. I literally, when I heard that, was thinking a bull like a cereal bull. It's like, he put bull (laughs) in, and then I heard brain, and I was like, what the? (laughs) He took a bowl. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? It took me a second to realize it was B U L L. Oh my god. The stimulation of the bull's midbrain could short circuit the rage signals, stopping the bull before it reached the matador. After the bull had recovered from the implantation and in mid-charge, the button was pressed. The bull's aggression ceased and the bull's aggression ceased instantly. Oh, shit. A clearer experiment was performed with cats. In this classic example, the hypothalamus, the rhythm maker, was implanted with electrodes. Could it be responsible not just for rhythms, but also for rage? Frankenstein shit. Yeah. Um... And, you know, this I feel like this is the part where we kind of start treading into the waters of what sort of technology do we see out there um, that's uh, from, you know, five minutes of uh, duck, duck, go searching. 
you can find patents for. Um, so. Then the switch is turned off. So indeed, the hypothalamus does control certain types of aggression. Is that pink this boy? is. Um, yeah, I hope welcome, it my son. I didn't think about that. Shoot. That should be fine as long as you're not playing like a long chunk of it. We right just pause, yeah, it, it was, pause it every like 20 seconds or so. Gotcha. It's uh, it was included in the fucking music bed. Um, signing yeah, it's all that good. I added. Um, so now we're you know treading treading water with the uh, playing with the technology, and um, I I, I don't I don't really. Uh, I don't really agree with the whole idea that they're going to uh, vaccinate microchips into, into a person. Um, no, they don't I need to. They got the uh, quantum dot tattoo. That I was, I was thinking that like, you know, there's going to be some sort of fucking uh, cyborg AI implant Mac shop, you know, it's going to be super sleek and clean on the inside. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you might know, you might have a, a handful of people that <laughs> know how the shit in your palms works but <laughs> for the most part everybody's there just to oh who am i kidding they're all fucking robots <laughs> dude i seriously think it's gonna like <clears throat> the way things are going man it's gonna be like half the world's population is just gonna b- start living like the unabomber and the other half are gonna be cyborgs it's gonna be so weird yeah and i'm, I'm sure the people out in the woods are gonna be dirty and fucking uh you know just it's it's pretty much brave new world yeah um, and, the, and and since we won't have the enhancement brain implants and chips we're going to be looked at as basically like monkeys right <laughs> wait you mean those guys read <laughs> <laughs> why are you trying uh, to read that word you fag <laughs> so now uh we, we find uh david ike and you know david ike he's the fucking uh i think he's the man he he might be one of my top favorites Allegedly um, coming on this show in the next week or two, which I find hugely inspiring. That's amazing. <laughs> that I think technically stated is rad as fuck. Um, I'm I don't I'm gonna be fanboying for sure. <laughs> um, unless unless in the and there's the here's the poss- here's the thing though since it's booked there's like the possibility that he actually gets around to listening to the show. And backs out, which I'm worried is going to happen. <laughs> Just as but long we'll as you see. didn't, as long as you didn't send him the correct spelling, you might be all right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited though. It's going to be fun. Hell but yeah, yeah hit, hit me with some Ike. All right. CIA director David Petraeus, in a speech he made or a talk he talked about the uh, Internet of Things. This is what he said: uh, items of interest will be located, identified, monitored, and remotely controlled through technologies such as radio frequency identification, microchips, sensor networks, tiny embedded servers, and energy harvesters, all connected to the next generation of internet uh, uh, using uh, abundant, low-cost, and high-power computing that would transform the art of spying and allow people to be monitored and automatically uh, automatically without planting bugs or direct infiltration. He said that this involved new technologies which added processes and web connections to previously home appliances 
um, like fridges, ovens, lighting systems. Remember that for a second. This is known as the Internet of Things. Petraeus has confirmed that people would be watched through televisions. These are Orwell's tele uh, screens. So the idea of the smart meters is to create this, this energetic environment, this information environment, which is delivering information about you to the authorities and delivering information from the authorities at the subconscious level to speak to you. The smart grid is watching you. And the idea then is to connect these grids in different countries into a global grid. They talk about it in their documents. So if oh, you want to uh, hear... I got a follow-up real quick to that. I know that we don't exactly have the, the strongest reputation on privacy right now, to put it lightly. Little Zuckerberg, little Zucky Zuck. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I really, I really hate to fall into the, uh, uh, what would the word be? Assume that Mark Zuckerberg is, is a fucking android, but yeah, he kind of, kind of caught me there. <laughs> it seems like it, man. And he is, I don't know, I don't know what to think about that guy. Lizard, android, it's... He he doesn't look like the same person by either, and it's not just the haircut. Like he just, I don't know what happened right. to that guy. Yeah, uh, who knows? Um, uh, yeah. Um, so uh, that clip was it was David Ike in the Internet of Things. If you want to hear a real show that tackles real time bullshit problems with the Internet of Things, go and check out Grumpy Old Ben's because they'll do it way better than we ever could. Grumpy um, Old Ben's. The. Uh, I, I, OK, so look at that episode of uh, Black Mirror. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it's the Christmas one. It's John Hamm and he's, oh, yeah. uh uh, spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't seen it, I suppose. Um, but he's, you know, doing uh, some work on the uh, to to uh, get a shorter sentence for something that he did. And at the end of it, they're like, OK, well, you're not going to be in prison. But uh, what we've done is essentially turned off because everything's VR and, and you got biometrics everywhere. Like augmented uh, reality. Yeah. And they uh, they turn him off they, they cancel him. him from real life basically yeah they filter him with that fucking static and i don't think it would ever be as aggressive as that but you that's know a, that's maybe. a total that's a living hell right there that's like it's i like think being, that would it's be, like being a it's like worse than being a ghost that you can see everything going on but you can't interact or nobody can see you it's like that but even worse because everybody sees you and they know you did something really bad you know, is is it even foreseeable to be able to leave the city to go fuck off to the woods? Or, you know, are you completely barred from using any public transportation? Uh, because you sure as shit, you know, aren't allowed to own a car. Or yeah, well, you- they don't want you being self-sustainable. That's clear. That's the UN Agenda 2030, right? Or get, every, get everybody out of the rural areas and into the cities, into small, confined apartments, and uh, eat, get them eating bugs. Yeah, <laughs> you would eat the bugs. Um, eat more kale. I, I you will eat. obey. I love that's one of my favorite uh, classic no agenda jingles. <laughs> they have so many good ones. Uh, I, 
Um, I should. Uh, I, I I do want to send this in as an end of show. Spend I, money so. on the cum. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I don't know if it's too inappropriate or not. That's pretty. Good. I like that. One. I did that one. Sir uh, Spencer plays of Trump. I'm gonna come. I was like, <laughs> uh, some of the ISOs he gets. It's like I don't even. Is it? It's like how did you even find? That? It's like did Trump even actually say any of this? Sure enough. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I uh. There's one song. Um, it was on. It was from a compilation video, so I don't know where it originated. Uh, but they got Trump doing the um, the uh, uh, they making him sing a song, <laughs> and it's a song that I always hear on the speaker system at my new job. <laughs> what song is it? I'm like, um, baby, da 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 da. Um, I'd, I'd have to think about it. I, <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Look how happy that baby is. Um, not much of a singer. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, David Icke, Internet of Things, where do we leave off there? How does the Internet oh, of Things so, tie into uh, Bluebeam? Is that I didn't put that together yet? Well, this is looking more so. Um, it, it's it's first presenting. You know, these are chips that they installed into other animals. Oh, this is the clip title. Yeah, bitches love chips, and uh, the um, the bull, for example, they're able to get it to calm down so it's not charging after the matador, and and the the cats they can raise their aggression levels and it's all done by messing with the electricity in the brain. And with this, you know, listen to the way that he said, uh, I don't know if you caught it, but he's like, especially pay attention to the lights. Mm-hmm. Um, because light is frequency. And uh, that's to me, like the biggest, just if I was to not be who I am and heard the phrase, I would, hope that I would say, Oh, that kind of sounds like the glow from a television screen or a monitor. I mean, yeah. that, that's and the, can... <laughs> not, that's not getting into the flicker rates Yeah, uh, that are designed to mesmerize. Well, um, we'll, uh, we'll tag team in some, uh, Alex Jones here talking about a talking tube. The mainstream news article about the new light bulbs that uh, are going to have computer signals going through them, basically programming and interfacing with your computer. And the other patent number article uh, dealing with the admission that not only does the flicker rate on TV put you into a mesmerized, hypnotized, highly suggestible state, but not only propaganda messages (laughs) can be on what's being said on TV. That's one level of propaganda, and the flicker rate puts you in that suge- in that suggestible state. But that the that actual data that 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 they can put signals in the flicker that can make you sick, make you angry, make you happy. This is mind control. You know, a hundred years ago, how would a uh, hypnotist hypnotize you? You know, they do it by having you watch a flashing light or a watch. Well, this is twenty first century versions of that. Watch the watch. Listen to me. Do what I say. You know, for those of you out there tuning in for the first time who are hearing this and laughing at what I'm saying, let me just give you a few examples of what I'm talking about. Then I'll get into what's happening in North Africa and the Middle East and what's happening with the economy. Here's the patent. It's patent 6-506-148, and it's at the U.S. Patent Office, uh, current U.S. class, current international class. 
and it's got its coded uh, larger number there, U.S. patent document. Uh, this is uh, from January 14th, 2003, and this is just one of countless patent documents uh, that are out there dealing with this, and it's titled Nervous System Manipulation by Electromagnetic Fields from Monitors. Psychological effects have been observed in human subjects in response to stimulation of the skin with weak magnetic fields that are pulsed with a certain frequency near the 1.5 hertz to 2.4 hertz, such as to excite a sensory resonance. Many computer monitors and TV tubes, when displaying pulsed images, emit pulse electromagnetic fields of sufficient amplitudes to cause such excitation. It is therefore possible to manipulate the nervous system of a subject by pulsing images displayed on a nearby computer monitor or TV set or the latter. The image pulsing may be embedded in the program material, did you hear that on the actual video that they're feeding into it, you know, the original signal? Or it may be overlaid by modulating a video stream, either with an RF signal or as a video signal. The image displayed on the computer monitor may be pulsed effectively by a simple computer program for certain monitors, pulsed le electromagnetic fields capable of exciting sensory resonances in nearby subjects may be generated even as the display images are pulsed with a subliminal intensity. I'm really unsure how to cut him. Like, <laughs> oh, he just goes. Yeah, I don't want to interrupt his train of thought. You know I, what I mean? will be. You know what? I will go to. I will go to hell before I sit here and I watch this country and the world turned over to these savages. I'm done. I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. You. Let me tell you something. You filthy traitors of the government. You pieces of crap. You are the most degenerate, twisted, mentally ill people I've ever seen. The, 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 the. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, nobody gets me pumped up like Alex's rants. I'm sure you've seen Waking Life, right? I think we might have talked about this. I have not. I have what? not seen it. Oh. I know. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Dude, the Waking, the... Uh, you haven't see, you've, have you seen the clip where he's in the car screaming and his, it's a cartoon, his face gets redder and redder? Yeah, I, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've seen it. I know it's got uh, uh, Keanu Reeves and... Um, no, that's a different uh, movie. Iron. Oh, Same God director, though. Well, now I just, that's Scanner now I Darkly. Just like an asshole. That's Scanner gotcha. Darkly, same director. That one, Yeah, that's a great movie, too. Alex Jones has a cameo in both those, but... I just love that rant. He's like, Humankind's too good. We're not a bunch of underachievers. We're going to win this thing. We're going to stand up, and we're going to be human beings. It's like... His face is just like so red, it turns purple by the end of it. And he's just screaming into a megaphone. Every time I see that, especially if I'm just like baked or tripping, I'm just like, hell yeah. America. Hey, that might be that might be a fun fucking idea. So we were talking about uh the cross streams, right? And having 19 people on the fucking uh no agenda stream. It mm -hmm. could be kind of cool to start organizing, you know, maybe not even every month, uh, once a month or once every other month, uh start organizing watch parties and then you know we could have conversations while watching the movie and then you know it would be like a like a mst3k for no agenda yeah i like it dude i like it mm. how, how would we coordinate all we all have to start at the same time start the movie at the I same time on our i think we're all um i think we're all relatively savvy enough the you know we could figure out a system where um somebody screen shares it basically screen share it or 
maybe just have a way to say like, Hey, pause. Like we, I feel like everyone's got um, enough thoughts going on that they could have something to say. And like, they don't have, we don't have to stop and start at the same exact second, like can kind of figure out the plot points or, you know, I even like make, this idea. You know, take, like, you remember, uh, do you remember when Xbox 360, like early on when Netflix was on there, you could like get a party and your avatar would all be sitting in a movie theater with all your friends you wanted. And you'd watch something on Netflix together with your, Anybody else that had Netflix no. could their avatar Xbox avatar could come in and sit and you could do emoticons and stuff and talk on the chat. I didn't I didn't have any friends on Xbox Live. Uh that was like <laughs> they had that for like a couple months and then they just got rid of it. I don't know why. It was so cool. Uh you know, you know, uh, to phrase it the uh, the most uh 2020 way we can make it like one of those dumb fuck Zoom watch parties, but a lot fun. A lot more fun. Yeah. Cuz it'd be cool. Much, I much I still want to play well yeah, I don't want to get too off on a tangent of cool things we could do in the future, but I still want to play a Jackbox on Twitch with some notion to people because that game's too fun. Love Jackbox. Okay, um, so okay, <laughs> back to back to blue, back to, to back to blue beam here. Um, the Alex the Alex so, Jones clip is is quiet. I actually used part of that clip in our first episode, the uh, MK Ultra one. Um, classic Alex Jones is a classic uh, national treasure. <laughs> yeah i you know um he's someone that i found that you can you can uh get really into and then step away for a long time but you know what alex jones is always going to be there for you thank you for your courage <laughs> um I, I at this point I can't remember if he had mentioned this quote but uh this came from uh uh this the the uh from the patent, certain monitors can emit electromagnetic field pulses that excite a sensory resonance in a nearby subject through image pulses that are so weak as to be subliminal. Um, I think so. so I, think of the, I think of the axe from 2001, but you know, this is. This is saying what they were doing in the 60s, as far as I can read it, is what they were doing in the 60s. The picture it seems like you're trying to paint is uh, frequencies, pulses, flicker rate, or any of these types of things can be used individually or in tandem to implant um, suggestibility and ideas into people's minds or even like voice of God, like we were talking about earlier, as a part of Bluebeam, which is not something I really considered that much. Is that fair to say? Yeah. And I, I, I think for me, it's whether or not they do try and pull off uh, an alien invasion, whether or not there's actually an alien invasion of we can invade it! <laughs> um, regardless of all of that, to me, blue beam, it's in the hardest when it comes to these, um, to these light frequencies, to these fucking mind control mm -hmm. uh, attacks. Cause they don't and have to project a, a bunch of like a fleet of you know a million ufos in the sky if they can just uh, uh influence your brain to make you think you're seeing it or to technically actually see it depending on how you consider reality exactly yeah um so we'll uh we only got a minute uh, and 24 left of that Alex. means you don't know about it or notice it and uh, here's an article about it patent nervous system manipulation from tv monitors you know, dr nick baggage whose brother is also u.s senator his father a former congressman who was 
murdered, uh, but uh, side issue. Um, Dr. Nick Baggett has, has always tried to explain to me, oh, Alex, yes, they admit they want to put lithium in the water to calm us. And now that's mainstream news. Even Fox News reports how great it's going to be to have lithium in our water and how Japan's moving to do it. And how sodium fluoride also brain damages you and calms you and makes you servile and lowers your IQ. But he said that's child's play compared to the thousands of patents, most of them U.S. government, dealing with electromagnetics through cell towers, through TV towers, uh, through uh, cell phones, where they can modulate and make you throw up, make you become giddy, make you uh, have an aphrodisiac. I like the... Uh, what's going on here? I don't know. What's going on here? I've never had this problem before. Although I will say my... Uh, Something something was going on uh, around the time the Capitol building was getting stormed. I lost all cell service. Holy shit. Just yeah, I went down to no bars for about an hour. I don't know what the hell was going on. I uh, I have no doubt that they would try and fucking cut that shit off. Uh, yeah, no I haven't heard it. if it happened to anybody else. It could be total coincidence because uh, my internet never went down. So as far as I know. But, uh, um, maybe that, I'm still waiting on the 10 day blackout. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to back that clip up, I missed a little bit after you dropped out. We'll uh, go back about 15. Most of them U.S. government dealing with electromagnetics through cell towers, through TV towers, uh, through uh, cell phones, where they can modulate and make you throw up, make you become giddy. Make you uh, have an aphrodisiac, make you die, <laughs> make you have a heart attack. And I remember close to 10 years ago, the Baltimore Sun, somebody ought to research it and pull up, I forget the exact headline, but it was DARPA looking at ways to calm the public during riots. Using They're not just looking at sound cannons or microwave guns. Now those are rolled out at the Tea Party, as you've seen. I was kooky to cover it 10 years ago. Now it's mainstream news and it's being used against <laughs> us. But they said they're also getting ready to deploy towers that put off a magnetic resonance that will calm people during emergencies. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Dude, those, um, I remember that too. I mean, it's like uh, we've had almost three decades of Alex saying stuff and then being called crazy. And then, you know, a couple years later, it's mainstream news. Like, remember when Alex was crazy to say that the NSA was collecting our phone calls and metadata? <laughs> yeah, and then Snowden comes around and everybody's like, oh, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I definitely would be curious to see if there's any ties to uh, the uh, NSA data transfer shit with Nashville. I don't know if we'll ever know. I really don't. No, it's going to, uh, yeah. I mean, I think what you uh, what you said on behind the schemes is about is just like, yeah, they're just going to be like, Oh, he's, he was into lizard people and was scared of 5g. And that's, that's going to be the end of it. Never mind. <laughs> it's like, they, they like there was a picture of an RV that looks from what I can tell. It's not the same RV. It's like they, the FBI is like so fucking genius. They got on Google maps, found a picture of an RV in somebody's yard. And they're like, that's our guy. Like that's all. That was the first <laughs> evidence that dropped. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, and he blew himself up in the van. No manifesto, like the this quickest one... DNA forensics I've ever seen happen. Yeah, I mean, if what what good is a fucking uh, you know herald to truth if you don't have a fucking manifesto? Uh, okay, so this is something that's 
blows my mind. The fact that uh, on No Agenda, they were talking about, maybe it was Adam, was talking that the Blast shared the same sort of fucking uh, chemical footprint as the Moab. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. there, And, the, I mean, it's... The fact that the flights were... That the area of Nashville was shut... I mean, it could be something to do with Christmas. I don't know. But it, there was no flights allowed over that part of Nashville at the time. And mm. uh, multiple angles showing the Blast uh, emerging, if you go frame by frame, with the RV still fully intact down the road. So, very strange. Don't know. I've been on that street several times, though, that blew up. And uh, glad I wasn't there that day. Very weird. Uh, I... I've been to Nashville a handful of times. I just, I was drawing a blank on it. Maybe I should look it up on a map um, to, to know specifically where it is. It's where the, but, uh, um, the, the dueling pianos and a couple other things. Um, yeah. It, it sure doesn't look like a propane tank. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Are they still going with that story? I have no idea. It I, looks, it uh, looks like, uh, I mean, the whole, it's like, a, the, and then Goof brought up, which is something I had forgotten about, except the uh, and, uh, until he reminded me on an earlier episode that those windows that got blown up, blown to bits. There's just brick wall behind them, so they're fake windows. Why do you have? Yeah, I mean, who knows? Fucking pictures. We'll it's, never it's a bunker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who? I have no and, idea. Some deep state shit going on. The, I don't and then know. the collective anyway. is like, if the collective is like, oh well, it's just like Vegas. We'll never know. Like, not with that attitude, dude. <laughs> yeah um so i i had found an article that referenced the patent uh 6506148 b2 mm-hmm. uh confirms human nervous system manipulation through your computer and tv but that article referenced uh scientific american mind control by cell phone yep. electromagnetic I, signals i have um, used that article in the show notes a lot <laughs> on episodes Mind control by cool. cell phone, dude. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy because yeah, they they admit uh, Scientific American mind control by cell phone. It's like the the RF frequency, <laughs> the the radio uh, uh, radiation waves off a cell phone can be used to change your mood and uh, habits. And and you know, here at the um, I, I tried something new. I just pulled up a simple notepad and I was taking sections from the uh, from the article instead of sitting there reading the full thing which is a problem on the on our show mm-hmm. um but at the bottom you know although this research shows that cell phone transmissions can affect a person's brain waves with persistent effects on behavior that's <laughs> okay uh the scientist does not feel there is any need for concern that cell phones are damaging the arousal effects the researchers measured are equivalent to about a half a cup of coffee <laughs> oh, okay. yeah is that the um was that something that they added to the article later on I don't, uh, I can find out. Uh, well, because, um, the reason I ask is the article from the science, uh, the scientist lab from 2015 when Obama and Fauci were working on, uh, a lab made coronavirus. There's a new, the, uh, the scientists had an article lab made coronavirus triggers debate back in 2015. And then, you know, halfway through 2020, they put like a thing at the top of the article, like, even though it's clear that Fauci and Obama allowed it to be moved to the Wuhan lab and Fauci was funding the gain of function on coronavirus, human, like chimera virus, uh, artificial genetically modifying COVID. Um, 
then they add this thing like five years later, like this uh, article is has been used to for baseless conspiracy theories. It's like <laughs> they add like some little blurb. It's like, actually, we didn't really mean this back when we wrote it in 2015. I'm wondering if <laughs> Scientific American did that with a cup of coffee thing. Let's just stop. Let's just stop play tending and give give me my fucking memory holes. Yeah. I, I, I want <laughs> I want I want trash bin, recycle bin, memory hole bin, all three right beside <laughs> each other. You know, there's no actual like separate bins. It's just fucking openings in this one giant container. <laughs> Dude, there's some stuff that has just been totally wiped. Like you can't even find it on BitChute. Like I'm sure if you went got tore and went on the dark web, you could find stuff. But man, there is some stuff that like conspiracy related stuff that is just gone uh, i think uh i think the 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 and, and i don't want to speak too much on this just because i don't really know what i'm talking about because i've never really fucked with it all that much but you know surely there was people saving shit before things really started um getting cut yeah. down right I, I just i wonder how much or how lucky someone could get when it came to torrenting stuff uh, or how unlucky. <laughs> right. Know? Well, there's whole documentaries I remember seeing that are gone. There's 9-11 news footage that I can't find anywhere anymore. I mean, the obvious, the, the biggest one that used to be, you could find a bunch of anomalies and evidence. The biggest one, um, school shootings. Oh, and yeah. Vegas shoot Vegas shooting too, man. There was so much evidence and even local news reports that totally contradicted the narrative that are just gone. Can't find them on any of the alternative uh, websites either. I don't know. It's weird, man. Yeah, weird. it's uh, I you know Bill Cooper is definitely a proponent that they're going to use school shootings as a mean to um, enact uh, banning the Second Amendment. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, every, it's not really most of these school shootings are fishier than hell, and that's sometimes they're just straight up. I mean, we don't. I don't that's a whole talk for another day if we want to get totally banned. Uh, so you don't need to get into school uh, shooting stuff right off the bat. That's <laughs> that's usually not a road you want to go down, anyways. But right. I will say that there's almost all of them that I've looked into. There's shady stuff with that. We uh, when I was in. I guess this had to be third or fourth grade. We went to the uh, Columbine Memorial because it was only about a half an hour away mm-hmm. or so. Um, I remember, it, I mean, it's I've definitely got memories of it. I wouldn't say that, uh, you know, I could recount everything, but, you know, that shit's uh, regardless of what or, you know, what could have transpired, um, shit still, you know, never let a good tragedy go to waste, you know? Yeah. Um, so we hit the, uh, mind control and this brings us to, uh, David Icke interviews or sorry, Alex Jones interviews, David Icke on the telephone. We'll start off with Epic uh, crossover. Have you heard this one? I've seen Ike on Infowars a lot of times. I'm not sure which one. Gotcha. That's probably a loaded question. He's on there a lot. (laughs) Uh, and people can find out all of this at davidike.com. But but the the final issues I want to cover with you, you were just on, wasn't it just last week, David? Yeah, last week, mate. And we were talking about Project one. Bluebeam, a right. staged fake alien invasion. And folks, if you don't Ooh. believe us, just search. I want to say uh, 2008, maybe, just given off of the video. Yeah. Uh, the style of the video. 
the term plagiarism blue beam. Part of it's been declassified. It goes back to the 60s and 70s. And in the 90s, they declassified stuff. I even saw in Popular Mechanics about 3,000-foot holograms the Pentagon can project of the Easter Bunny, Jesus, Buddha, whatever. <laughs> what? I did. I, did. <laughs> I mean, the Easter Bunny is kind of a fucking religious icon. I want to see this article. What did he say it was? Popular Mechanics? I, okay, so I tried to do the thing, too. Um, it was, uh, uh, yeah, Popular Mechanics. Uh, Pentagon, allegedly. Here, let's go back just a little bit. 3,000-foot-tall hologram. Turns out I do not like iTunes as a media player. I'm going to have to find something new. Holograms of Pentagon. Sorry. I'm just Windows stuff. I haven't media popular mechanic throughout. Can you, like, cue stuff up? Mm -hmm. Like a playlist? Okay. Yeah. Drag and drop. Um, uh, I was, Windows I was using VLC, <laughs> and I couldn't figure out how to make it stop after from playing the next clip afterwards. But, you know. Yeah, that's what we were trying with Pat. But um, uh, the article. 3,000 foot holograms of Damn it. <laughs> 3,000 popular mechanics. Part of it's been declassified. It goes back to the 60s and 70s. And in the 90s, they declassified stuff. I even saw in popular mechanics about 3,000 foot holograms the Pentagon can project of the Easter Bunny, Jesus, Buddha, whatever they want. You know, David Icke, I mean, you know, they can project Superman up there. They can project <laughs> Alex Jones. They can project, you know, George. <laughs> comparing comparing himself to Superman. Um, so, as far as this goes, uh, I guess it's, this is all region. I, sh I should go to uh, DuckDuckGo, probably. I don't know why I'm not. But uh, Googling Popular Mechanics Pentagon 3000 hologram. I I, maybe I should take 3000 out of it, but everything coming up is government, uh, Popular Mechanics, leaked government UFOs, government UFO research. Pentagon has off world vehicles not made on Earth in the hangar. That's uh, government UFO, literally. Wow. The first eight results are all about popular mechanics, like pro UFO stories. Nothing about this hologram. I don't know. You find anything? And his head is gone. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I always text you like right as soon as I, I always send the text right when you come back. Okay. Um, so I'm looking... Uh, I looked for the Pentagon Popular Mechanics Pentagon hologram. Literally, all the results are just uh, about UFOs. Like nine articles in a row, pro UFOs. Pentagon has UFOs, off-world vehicles not made on Earth in a hangar. Pentagon, Pentagon UFOs, State Department release UFO proof. It's all UFO shit. Nothing about. Them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could find an article because that would be just that would be funny to have. Um, in and I just itself. think it's interesting that I didn't look anything up about UFOs, and that's still all the results I'm getting. Yeah, they're really pushing this UFO shit, man. Yeah, most everything on my end, I'm I'm still just seeing a lot of debunking the uh, 9/11. Um, oh, because of the hologram planes, is that the idea? I guess so. Yeah. Oh, okay, so that's weird. Three thousand. When you take three thousand out, it seems to. I mean, it's uh, not. Out, I don't buy into this theory, but it's not outside of the realm of possibility that they had those. They just <laughs> the planes were holograms. I don't know, but I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I mean, they probably. Uh, it seems like it'd be way easier just to get a remote controlled. They had drone, remote controlled jetliners in the sixties, fifties, and sixties. Why wouldn't they just do that now? Seems easier. 
Have you ever seen anything about the uh, the symbology about how the building is actually constructed with the tower and uh, still there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's freaking me out now at this point. Yeah, I know. I don't know what's going on. This happened to Adam and John uh, one episode. I think Clean Feed just sometimes shits the bed like this. Hmm. Um, damn. I'm starting to get the point where it's hard to hold on to the train of thought. Um, oh, God. I lost it. Something um, about uh, the symbology of the buildings. Oh, apparently <laughs> the building is built <laughs> floor to ceiling with Poseidon's trident. <laughs> Open weird. up your eyes, man. It's out there. I mean, but that's the sort of conspiracy shit that I really do love. It's just. I feel like too much time is spent bogging down around it. You know, that's a fun one. I, uh, I, I, I've never really considered Poseidon to be a real hurt. Did that mean, does it, so does that mean the U S government killed Poseidon to get that or no, they no, haven't walked think... in area 51. That's the thing in it. <laughs> What's He's that? getting some of that. That's Rick and Morty. That's what it was. I was like, what is that from? In Rick and Morty, they like say something about like the president says they have Poseidon locked up in Area 51. Um, all right. Uh, we'll finish this one up so we can get some Ike. I'm actually starting to fade kind of hard. A little unexpected with how much coffee I had before we started. Yeah, I had two Red Bulls. Um, so I'm st- I have a. Uh, I have two short clips after you're done with that, and then that'll be a good cliffhanger for the part two at a later date. All right. Uh, well, here we go. Bush, Kim Jong-il, they could do anything they wanted, and they admitted to unify the Earth against an outside alien threat. That's how they get the world government. Right. Well, to, to then see these, quote, military people come out and say, the aliens will arrive over major cities, including New York, on the 13th. And then we're going to... I don't know what date he's talking about there. I, I don't think it happened. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I would need some more context to know what the 13th he, he might not even mean the 13th day of a certain month. He might um yeah, well, I would need more be picking a date out at random or just like the the did he say on the 13th? I thought he said November 13th. Oh, maybe I okay, never mind. Like yeah, that wasn't specific. quote military people come out and say the aliens will arrive over major cities including new york on the 13th and then oh okay i lied uh you were right so he's just picking the data at random okay and we're going to show that abc news article up on screen right now that i'm going to zabigna brzezinski after that sorry i flipped that on the guys uh faa unable to identify object flying uh, over new york city and it looks like something out of uh, you know, Star Wars slash uh, the Fifth Element, uh, hovering with you know lights on it and everything. Well, we know they've got all sorts of hovercraft. We know the Germans had stuff that looked like flying saucers. That's where the original stories. We know they say the SR seventy one Blackbird in service in fifty five, developed in fifty two. So they say the fastest plane in the world. You know, o- over fifty years ago, total baloney. We know that they kept for 20 years secret the B-2 bomber. We know that DARPA had computers, internet in the 60s. We know all... That's one That's one I want to know more about is internet in the 60s. Um, oh, no, that's... That uh, yeah, that's... A, a, yeah, they. I mean, they did... Um, DARPA actually 
from my my understanding is DARPA and the Navy actually created the internet, and it was originally a military operation. <laughs> it was de- it was designed for surveillance, and maybe it worked out exactly how they wanted it. I think it's um, yeah. I mean, it, re- it really it's it's the same question as like did MK Ultra when the CIA introduced LSD and all these psychedelics, but specifically LSD, did it backfire and create the anti war? counter-revolution or like a free love movement or was that part of the plan i would say with that and with the um internet i think it got out of i think we had maybe like a 15 year golden age of the internet where they didn't like a lot of truth got spread and now we're in the clamping back down of it period now but yeah i i don't i the internet was originally a darpa and navy uh invention from my understanding Holy shit. Folds and folds and folds, man. Uh, (laughs) All that. Uh, And, but to now have the Pentagon and the press club and all this promotion and all these TV shows and all this push uh, that aliens are about to land. David, I'm going to give you the floor for about five minutes on this. Then I've got this big Brzezinski clip and about how we're going to win. We'll get your take on that. And we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll let you get out to, uh, you know, some of the other interviews and uh, things you're doing there in New York City. Uh, but, I mean, here it is. Because I, this morning I'm like, oh, the UFOs didn't come. And then, boom, they arrive. There's reports all over the world. I mean, this is big. I mean, if aliens are showing up, folks, they're not going to have Air Force officers telling you they're about to arrive. And we need to look up the names of all these people and really do some deep research because we know there's a government program to stage this, to unify people, uh, and and also to cover up your research that there is off-world activity and, and that they're trying to create a hoax to control that situation. David, for about five, six minutes, you've got the floor, and then I've got one other uh, issue for you. David Icke of DavidIcke.com. So we get into the David Icke part, um, which is a it's about five minutes split up into three tracks, but do you still want to go with what, what you got? Uh, you want to save the David Ike tease us on that, or we? I'm cool going through the David Ike. It's up to you, man. I'm uh, always down for David Ike. I want to hit the David Ike because I think it it kind of bookends um, everything that I've brought tonight, and then um, I got something I think uh, will get us ready for <laughs> next time. How, I do want to know how long. Uh, what are we at so far? <laughs> uh. Yeah, only four hours. Holy shit. I love it. Um, no, actually, uh, right. oh, yeah, I read around four hours uh, with breaks and everything. But, yeah, um, it's already a two-part episode. <laughs> so this is going to be, hey, man, the best of shit comes in trilogies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it'll right, be cool so, uh, uh, if, if, like, Monty and Malachi have time to digest this. We come back in a couple of weeks for uh, all... A big shebang with all of us for part three. Oh yeah, I can put them on uh, getting some uh, um, alien footage going, so we can do some side by sides, and uh, maybe vote for which one's the most bogus. <laughs> on my end, it won't work because I am audio only. Do you guys put out video? No, 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 no. I was thinking oh, okay. maybe like a pre-watch thing or something. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll uh, um, I'll send you that one from the uh, I'll send you the uh, They looking at us. Yeah, that, that guy. <laughs> I'll send you that one. That's a good one. What the fuck? <laughs> Those are aliens coming down here, y'all. <laughs> they coming to Earth. 
E A R F. Earth. Um. All right. So here's uh, David Ike. Well, the thing that we we need to appreciate first of all when it comes to high technology is that there is a cutting edge of technology that we see in the public arena, and then there's what they can really do. And they've been uh, covering up in the underground uh, facilities uh, for decades. The- that one fucking kind of freaks me out. Anything that's got to do with underground bases, underground tunnels. Mm-hmm. Um, my oh, there's got to be a from, ton of that. Yeah, my family is from West Virginia. Uh, Great grandfather was a coal miner. Um, but there's just on a whole another level. Like I'm not claustrophobic. I couldn't imagine having to be my great granddaddy, um, but there's something on a whole another level when you start, you know, kind of toying around with the idea of like, what the fuck is under Denver airport? Why do all of these missing person cases fucking line up with the U S tunnel system? <laughs> Denver airport's a weird one, man. I've been, yeah, I, I had to, I was kind of geeking out going there. having heard so many conspiracy theories about it and seeing those murals and all that the really oh, weird. Yeah. But, um, uh shit what were we before the you denver airport talk about new world new world order you know denver airport and yeah apocalypse and all uh, underground and all bases things. yeah like uh, theoretically they're like you know twice as deep as the empire state building is high or underground you know it's crazy <laughs> just like the uh just like the hive out of fucking resident evil yeah um, what was the was it gears of war where the uh that that species of creature had been underground the whole time and they invade from the underneath. I the main enemy in Gears of War. Uh my fiance was a big Gears of War fan, but um I never really played it. And you're not missing too much. <laughs> uh, I just like the idea of like the the creatures living underground for, you know, the whole time as long as humans have been here and then they just they're biding their time and one day they just pop out from underneath the ground and take over the place. Hey man, I mean, hollow earth, can, man. well, <laughs> you know, if hollow earth is truly the, the real garden of Eden, then shit. Yeah. We can get ourselves some journey to the center of the earth. Um, <laughs> it also could be the case where it's a total fucking doom scenario. And we got all sorts of, uh, ball busting, death metal as we're slaying demons yeah they're actually fucking uh, man i that's where people say hell is it's in the center of the earth i don't know um 80s the uh there was one that really fucking got to me it's like you know uh six million six million children per year go uh missing uh a lot of them maybe runaways and that's every year like you know uh, could you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just imagine a scenario where the news is doing a missing kids counter day in and day out and updating you every time it hits, you know, a, an Oh yeah. Like 10, instead 000. of Corona. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit would get real weird, real fast. Um, yeah. Well, but, that, uh, there's too many. That's a, that's a big black market. That's bigger than drugs as far as money makers go. I think so. You don't want to, you don't want to hurt that bottom line, right? Oh Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the one thing that um, I don't think there's really any real opportunity to insert that part of uh, of all this. I mean, it's definitely like this is the money making operation. This is how you keep everybody in line. You know, you create these fucking honeypot 
traps or honey traps like uh, uh, Epstein or Savile or that one dumb fuck that just got arrested in Canada. Yeah. Well, I think it might even be, especially with um, the surveillance grid we have in place now where they uh, they already know what you're up to with your uh, your whole, unless you're real, real uh, good about keeping a, a non-existent online profile and they just fast track the guys that they are. They It's like they don't even have to honey pot them anymore because they've already been keeping tabs on them and they just uh, promote the guys that are already into that stuff. They're monitoring Holy everything shit. they do. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Does that make sense? You should have put a condom on before you told me that one. Jesus. Does that make sense, though? <laughs> it does. Know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're building these fucking uh, social profiles off of people, uh, there there was something we were going to try and touch on in the, uh, the last episode where, you know, should your credit score be based off of your internet? <laughs> oh, God. That may- oh. What a nightmare, dude. <laughs> It's like Fucking hell world. Sorry, you uh, <laughs> you can't rent. Sorry, you can't lease this car, sir. Um, the word tentacle has shown up too many times in your search history. <laughs> we we saw you rented Biodome with Polly Shore four times in less than a month <laughs> on Amazon Prime. We're gonna have to deny you this loan. <laughs> We can also tell from your watch history that once you started playing, you didn't stop it for the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and we knew how many times you took a shit during that. You watched every single Jeff Dunham special back to back. Sorry, you can't can't give you the loan for this house. Oh, yeah. So I'd be I, okay with that. Actually. Yeah. Uh, and Shadowgate, that's one thing that they kind of touch on is, um, you know, they build all of these fucking mirror profiles for people that it profiles their subconscious. Um, so I guess I didn't really think about it, but it makes sense to be able to, you know, just see the guys that you know that you can fucking co-ops without any work. And you're good to go. Uh, look, we'll go back to uh, this, uh, this uh, David Icke. The fact that they have um, anti-gravity technology, what people call um, flying saucers. And uh, so just because uh, a craft is in the sky that um, no one has seen before, and no, it can't be human, look at it, we don't have them. Well, actually, we do have them, because they don't show you that they have them. And this uh, period that we're in now, is is like so many strands are coming together at the same time um on one level it's- i find that one really interesting just the phrase of the strands coming together yeah i like but that yeah. living it but living it it does feel like it's unwinding unraveling um so i that's that's just a fun uh side by side i don't really think there's too much to um what do you mean i mean he's right he's he's right like you know the way all this shit just uh keeps coming together you know the mm-hmm. fact that you can fucking the dominoes are happen. lined up uh, yeah i don't know it it's, seems as if the it, it, this stuff has been uh 
planned for a long time and predicted for a long time. And, you know, in, as Alex would say, it's in the globalist white papers. They admit they're planning it. But it's, uh, I don't know. It's the way it's unfolding, man. I, I don't know if it's, the, it, as all that, this stuff lines up and as all of it comes to fruition, the awakening is also just exponentially increasing. Epstein was a big part of that. Um, I think how obvious this election rigging and the media acting like there's, it's totally baseless is another example of that. I think <laughs> more and more people are, yeah, more and more people are are uh, getting take, getting red pilled to use the cliche matrix terminology. I don't know. It's I don't know what's gonna happen. It, that's I don't know what's gonna happen hear. at the end of this. But if you want to fight, you better believe you got one. I uh, I want to talk to Mo Fax about that because he had the episode where he was talking. Um, the news had switched the colors because the Union used to be the blue coats of uh, Abraham's army mm-hmm. and red being socialist, but they swapped them around in the nineties and used Letterman uh, for shit like that. I'm curious if that transitions over to the Matrix because it's definitely um, I. Maybe maybe this is a baseless claim, but you know the term red pill. I definitely feel like it's got a lot of conservative connotations to it. Maybe I, it's just because it's been co-opted. I don't think I, that. I, I think that's a recent thing. Okay. The re- the okay. red pill. Um, I th- I I think that was more of a, just a red pill was. For being aware, maybe I was just unaware of it at the time. But it, to me, it was always the Matrix. You know, take the red, take the blue pill if you want to stay in the fantasy. Take the red pill. I don't think it was left or right necessarily until around the GamerGate time. GamerGate yeah, was that's... around when I start when I heard the term red pill pop up as like a conservative, uh, anti-feminist type thing. You know, I saw a meme, um, and I. I think memes are another thing that's uh, definitely helps crease all the gears for making this shit happen. But it was a series of uh, it started with one tiny little domino and it ended up with a huge big dick uh, domino. And I just saw one of those today. I don't remember what it said, but somebody yeah, the, the little the little domino was the dude that was pissed off at his ex girlfriend for uh, not writing a. Uh, not giving someone a bad review or something, or not giving someone a good review, Gamergate. And then the dominoes got bigger, and the next text in front of the biggest domino said 360,000 dead Americans. What? (laughs) Wait, I don't, wait, hey, okay. I don't understand. I think I missed something. There's the the insinuation was that Gamergate led to uh, Trump, which led to COVID, which led to the shitty... Uh, COVID response, which led to 360 dead, uh, 360,000 dead Americans. Um, I, which I, I think mean, honestly, man, um, this is total speculation, but COVID, I don't think was supposed to get released as early as it was. I, I think that's why this was so sloppily done. I think Trump, they had to accelerate their plan because of Trump. Because you notice, like, Literally, as soon as Trump gets elected, Bill Gates and Fauci start going, there's going to be a pandemic. We need to prepare. There's going to be a surprise pandemic. It was like right when Trump got in there. I don't know. I think they had to accelerate the plan because of Trump. And uh, that's why this, it should have gone off. It should have went a little better than it did. I don't know. But anyways, uh, 
yeah, let's finish up with this Ike because I, I gotta hit you with my last two clips before we get out of here. There we go. Yeah, I, oh. <laughs> I was just gonna say I don't know. I don't know when you bounced that. I'm gonna have to do some some editing with all this going on. <laughs> some, do some edits. Well, um, I mean, if you want my uh, total uncut, I, I got the uh, recording. I can still send it. Um, but uh, yeah, well, let's. Uh, um, yeah, I was gonna. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, uh, I, if you want to finish up with Ike I, after that, I got uh, two clips, and then we can leave it on a cliffhanger for uh, for next episode because I have some. Now you got my gears turning, and now I have like a another avenue I want to research before our next reconvening with the uh, with Monty and Malka. Fuck yes. Um, well, uh, here we go. The control system is coming in more and more and more. And, and on one level it is, and it's going to seem like it's going to continue for a while yet. But what we're actually seeing is a cornered rat. And a cornered rat um, uh, kind of thrashes out because it's got nowhere else to go. It's in a panic. And so we've reached this point now where I've been saying for ages that, that they're going to throw the kitchen sink and the plug at us. Yes. So we're, we're getting these strands coming together like a, a perfect storm of... How about that one? That's almost, that's, he said it better, but that's kind of the idea I was just getting at. Of like them having to rush the... Uh, accelerate the plan because yeah. the people like the populist uh the anti-globalist movement is has spread worldwide and people are hip to what's going on so they gotta accelerate the plan or they're gonna lose god damn <laughs> uh, chaos and fear and confusion and bewilderment um with the uh, economic i think uh confusion and be- bewilderment uh just Nailed exactly how I was feeling after I laughed and restarted the clip. That was that was some really good timing for Mike. I appreciate that, man. Because I like it's either this or it's not. Um, Wait, and who's Mike? This, I'm so confused. Am I just that? No, tired? of uh, of, of uh, David Ike. I mean, um, oh, I thought you yeah, said Mike. It, I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm kind of getting a little slurry. Um, oh yeah, you're drinking Everclear still, aren't you? No, I haven't had I haven't had a single drop of alcohol tonight. Oh, okay. It's just oh, late. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was honestly amazed if you were drinking Everclear that you're still like functioning. <laughs> Maybe next episode I'll get a little more loose. I just uh it was the Everclear same. Everclear will get you more than loose. It'll get you like <laughs> that shit's like that shit's beyond flammable. It's like you might as well be drinking like gasoline. I'm a fire sign. I like my body nice and toasty. <laughs> Let the spirit speak through me. <laughs> um, but uh, I, to just kind of wrap up what I was saying, the um, it's it's either you win or we lose. I don't I don't know. God damn! I hope uh, I hope we can do something to fucking turn back this tide. You know. It's not I think just it's, uh, it's, it's it's not it's just neck them. and neck right now, but man, but it's like uh, I don't know people that I never thought would be open to uh, anything um, conspiracy related are now all in on it, and that's what Tim yeah. Dillon talks about is with why Q got so big because people that trusted everything 
all of a sudden when Jeffrey Epstein dies in prison and the cameras don't work and you find out about all this pedophilia shit that you didn't know about, like your brain kind of melts and you start getting sucked into all these conspiracies at once. Whereas most of us in the conspiracy community, quote unquote, were already kind of, we had time to like ease in. It wasn't like overnight with Epstein, like these people that were like just regular people all of a sudden, like Tim Dillon says, it melted their brains and now they're like, you know, 10,000 miles that deep down the Q rabbit hole thinking everybody and their mom's a pedophile. Um, I, uh, I, I am grateful that I got into this shit before Q. I, I, I mean, stuff about it's neat, but it's not anything that's ever really grabbed my attention just because it looks like something that once you start, there's no stopping. There's well, no, it's also just, um, yeah, it's a, a giant fucking side. As, as, uh, yeah, as Midnight Mike called it's a Pied Piper thing. It'll lead everybody. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, uh, trust the plan. Don't take any action yourself. Although I guess I'm wrong about that because I'm sure there was a lot of Q people that took some action today at the Capitol. So. Oh, yeah. I'm not looking forward to uh, checking all that shit out once uh, we get done here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we'll uh, I'll finish this. Clip. Oh, I saw it, but uh, uh, sorry. When, uh, just while we were on the capital topic, um, I was when I was looking for something and I had Twitter open on here. Uh, Knoxville is trending, and they have doxxed some lady that was at the protest here in Knoxville, and she's uh, what's it? It's, uh, Elizabeth from Knoxville. Lots of people tweeting pictures of her and saying, reporting her to law enforcement, saying hope she gets arrested because she was. At the protest, I don't think she went in the building. Um, so that's fun. So they just arrested anybody that was at the protest today then? Right. I mean, she got pepper spray. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm missing something, but it's just like, uh, I just, Elizabeth from Knoxville's training, they're just doxing her, putting out her address. I'm seeing tweets with her home address. and That's, that's just stupid. Anyway. Yeah, and probably won't get banned from Twitter. <laughs> no, 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 because she's a Trump supporter. But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to. Not Get back in the election. Situation with 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 wars, with probably fake terrorist events uh, coming along again, uh, but also uh, they're throwing in this this fake alien invasion stuff. Um, and you know, as you say, Alex, when um, the, the military tell you it's it's coming and it and it, and it comes, well, you know, please, you know, um, the uh, the situation is so uh, blatant and it's been building for a while. In, in my uh, new book that came out like about three or four months ago, I, I, there's a section in there that talks about this and the fact that I'd seen this sea change take place in the, in the attitude of the authorities to the whole UFO phenomenon. For year after year, decade after decade, it was just dismissed. Oh, a load of rubbish. Oh, no, 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 and all that stuff. Oh, no, no, it's a weather balloon and all this business. And suddenly there was a switch where suddenly they were uh, giving it... Um, credibility they were giving it creed then these military people started speaking out and then then there was all these these papers have come to light churchill knew about it and Bingo. said oh no we mustn't release it oh well, yeah yeah it's a it's a process of normalization tucker carlson uh, it's through tucker carlson tom delong yeah bob lazar um I can't quite remember what the uh, the rest of these are. There's two more left, but it's three minutes. And I'm liking these. I'm liking uh, these clip things. These, I mean, these Dave. I'm tired. These Dave. I'm liking these Ike clips. Clip things. Okay. I'm liking well, these uh, clip these, things, man. 
<laughs> I am the cl- <laughs> clip commander. <laughs> Wherever you see clip, you'll see this face. <laughs> I will say today was a fuck ton of practice because there was a lot of shit I realized I hadn't fucked with yet. So what do you mean? Uh, I got 30 of these clips done today. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, but it's good fun. I like it. Uh, yeah, yeah so I mean, we'll, you came you came more prepared than I did, I would argue. Yeah, I just, I think I had a little mild panic attack and maybe uh, went a little too hard. I thought it was, I, I'm liking this though. <laughs> all right, we're uh, we're almost, we're, we're at the home stretch, everybody. All this stuff, and it's all coming together um, in the same period of time, and it's moving somewhere. And it's very important that people realize what the game is because one of the, the great, great contributions that people have made over the last uh, decade or more in uh, making public what the agenda is, it's diffusing the power of that agenda when it's introduced. If you have um, strange uh, flying saucers appearing over New York or wherever, out of nowhere, and and then they tell you, oh, it's it's an alien... Flying saucers or... uh... How about Red Cross Navy boats? Uh, can you elaborate on that? <laughs> well, okay, so they sailed three giant Red Cross ships into the Hudson Bay, mm-hmm. but did they ever use them? That that's it's to me that's while no, I don't think the ships were. Um, holograms? I don't think the chips are holograms. Thank you. Uh, you know, they certainly projected that fucking image all over the telescreens. Mm. Yeah, that's a good um, point. Well, then they would honestly, they wouldn't have to be holograms. They could just be uh, CGI because I mean, neither of us saw it in person. It was just right. On TV. And then that in that CGI, you know, look at the fucking space needle. Um, that was pre-recorded footage that they digitally mapped over. Mm-hmm. You know, well, if you've so. ever used um, <clears throat> any kind of AR, I mean, even even a lot of it's rudimentary, but smartphones have AR now. I mean, that's what Pokemon Go was. Uh, yeah. And that's just getting better and better. And that's what's available to the public for free. I mean, most of those. And uh, I've, I tried out AR goggles. Wow, it was, I think it was, uh, was it somewhere. Some uh, thing. I mean, it was like super expensive, but they had like a little trial thing, and it's. I mean, it's wild. That magic leap type shit, where you look up and you see a whale flying above you, <laughs> can walk around Jesus it. You know, Christ. like a. And it, but it, but you're still everywhere. Every like you're still you have your normal surroundings. It's not like VR. It's it projects things into what you're already looking at, and that's um. If, if that's available to the public, I mean, God knows what they can do with the. The military that's DARPA, you know, they're supposedly 30 years ahead of us at all times. Right. You know, with the uh, Internet in the 60s and they're talking these holograms and night pre-1917 even potentially um, space for or Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars project with all these satellites. Like, mm-hmm. I just I don't think that they made these. Oh, maybe they did make dues or D.E.W.s. I don't know. But it certainly looks like they 
created the infrastructure for the internet of things. It looks like they created the fucking spy grid. So maybe they just turned the, the satellite weapons and pointed it at us. They told yep. us they were going to do it, but they didn't tell us what they were going to do with it. Um, so I don't know. These are more uh, midnight musings at this point. Oh, like it's done here. <laughs> invasion well there's a good chance you're going to believe it because to your eyes it seems like that but if you've been told what the agenda is beforehand hey this is the plan then those people are not not uh, uh, pulled in by it they're not manipulated by it they say hey this is this is a this is a fake this is a setup and it's designed to do this and so the, the information that's got out up to this point has had a tremendous uh uh, impact and made a tremendous contribution to diluting the, the 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 power of this agenda as it's introduced. You know, when people uh, talk about the microchipping agenda ages and ages ago, as the microchipping agenda is, comes in, people say, "Hey, this is what they said was going to happen." If it comes in without that information uh, before, then it, it comes in in a much more powerful way. So, you know, uh, we need to get this information circulating, not least about this whole alien bloody nonsense. Yes, that there are non-human uh, uh, groups races that are manipulating this planet i've been writing about it for years but but is that what this is no way it's a a problem reaction solution to create that's that to me is the biggest fucking red pill is that problem reaction solution Mm -hmm. yeah hegelian dialectic yeah it's you know it says it all right there you see it every time and so, oh I, boy, I really, oh boy, is COVID not the perfect perfect exhibit A right there? Oh yeah, um, I just uh, yeah, I I, I got <laughs> I don't I, I can't touch COVID. I'm too spent at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah we, um, man, COVID nineteen eighty four is that the, uh, is that the uh, end of that Ike Clipper? No, 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 forty seconds. And then, All right, uh, yeah. We, a mass um, uh, acceptance of centralizing power in the world to meet the threat to the planet. When you um, want to change the world on a global level, um, you, you want global solu- uh, problems rather that you can give global solutions to. So you want a global economic crash, world central bank, etc., etc., centralized control of finance. You um, you have global warming or climate change um, uh, that they're trying to sell as human cause. That's a threat to the planet. It's a world problem if you accept the nonsense that it's a problem, and therefore you can give a global solution to it. Course, <laughs> you will eat the bugs. <laughs> the old alien um, invasion, the extraterrestrial invasion, is a global problem if people buy it, for which they can offer a global solution. So, this is what's happened. We have a global war on terror and all the rest of it. They're just creating more and more global problems that they can give us global solutions for. <laughs> Climate change. We mm. need not to buy it and to get informed that when we get informed, to communicate. I'm slowly coming around. Uh, I shouldn't say slowly. I'm very much coming around to the idea of climate lockdowns and not, not looking forward to those. Um, and yeah, just get told the entire time is, you know, when you say this is bullshit and people be like, bah, you're the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. That's another thing that people who uh, like 
friends of mine personally are like, why would they lie about global warming? And they're like more and more, especially with COVID, people are like, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. As uh, people, I mean, it, it, you have to, well, I don't want to get off on climate change, but um, without even <laughs> addressing like the mountains of evidence of the fraud that man-made climate change is, just look at like the solution they have, which is charge you money and take away your freedoms. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, if, uh, well, it's definitely going to work, you know, we'll just spray reflective particulates into the air and everybody will cheer, cheer Bill Gates. Like the carbon tax. <laughs> yeah. Carbon tax. And the, uh, yeah. Spray the spray aluminum in the air. Chemtrails. Isn't that, isn't it just so funny how what was always considered crazy is now the solution to stop the sun from heating up the earth. Yeah, you know, this used to sound like a crackpot idea, but now that we've really spent some time with it, we think we can make something out of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <Beautiful. laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you have uh, not not only like what well, you have the tax, carbon tax for climate. Um, you have, uh, I think, that, yeah, it was Midnight Mike who said this uh, space, uh, the, uh, the blue beam UFO stuff is so we can have a space tax. Space tax. Jesus. I love that idea. I thought that was so funny when you said that. Space Force. Space tax. <laughs> give me liberty or give me space tax. Or as Alex Jones says, <laughs> give me money, give me bitch. <laughs> this is a new live son of a bitch. Okay, I'm done interrupting. Let's hear the last here. 10 seconds of Ike or whatever. <laughs> what we know and the whole thing expands and the game uh, rules change and humanity takes its uh, its life back and its collective life back and the planet back that sounds nice Hell I yeah. hope so humankind's too good we're gonna win this thing we're not a bunch of underachievers we're gonna stand up and we're gonna be human beings we're getting fired up about the real things the things that matter creativity and the dynamic human spirit that refuses to submit Oh. The, 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 the. Um, okay, so <laughs> unless you have a comment on that, that I, I, those eye clips were great, by the way. I want to go back and if you still have that, uh, we'll have to link that in the show notes for the full thing. I, I haven't heard yeah. that one before. Um, uh, I, I got uh, I got everything saved in the Discord. Sweet. Um, Discord is something I barely ever use that I really should. Everybody's got a Discord. I never even used other people's Discords. It's a little too good to be true. I think it's not a uh, it's not a permanent solution by any means. I feel like the, the um, only reason I first downloaded Discord on my phone was just to mess around in the sewer chat. But it's fun, you know. It's it's uh, I'd say it's a much more flashier version for sure than the IRC chat is. Um, right, just, and it's got voice chat built in and stuff. Yeah, we use we use clean feed for video and then uh Discord for no sorry, clean feed for audio and video for uh through Discord. Um oh, cool. so we can yeah. see each other and wave and all that shit. Um well do you have uh, any clips? I do yes. have a suggestion for a uh a, like a final playoff, uh something that we could end to if you want. Um Well I have but- uh I have a couple things, but if you wanna well, is 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 yours going to be a teaser for uh, part two? Yes. Okay, let me do mine then real quick. I got a couple. I'll I'll save uh, a couple for next time, and I'm also going to do some more research into, like, because I think we've given a background for the the theories, the plan, 
um, for Bluebeam. But yeah, the logistics is something we haven't really touched on that we can do in part two. Is that what you're thinking? Like, how would it work? Examples of it. Or yeah, examples of it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So before you do your uh, last clip there, uh, what would... uh, what would this whole topic be without a little Eddie Bravo, right? <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> the guys that ended up creating the CIA and NASA were from Operation Paperclip. So right away. For sure, NASA. So when you look at this, if the Nazis were trying to scare their own people with fake UFOs, they must have came in and said, dude, you guys aren't on the UFO shit. You got to scare your people. So that's exactly when all the comic books, were, all these so space minute, comic wait minute, wait books. So the Germans were scaring their people with UFOs before the United States got yes. scared with UFOs? Really? Yes. This was the 30s. That is, listen, if you're going to be a master of uh, propaganda like Hitler was, right? Yes. Manipulation and propaganda, that would be the move, man. Who wanted a new world order more than Hitler? Who wanted to control the world more than that guy? That guy knew how to do it. And and it's an old idea. It's Mm. an old idea. The way everybody, the old, the ancient Roman emperors, they all wanted, they all dreamt for that one world government, but they couldn't pull it off. There was no way they could pull it off because the only way to make a new world order actually happen is you got to get the people to embrace it. You can't force them into it. So you got to mind fuck them to embrace a new world order. You got to make them want it. Otherwise, they're not going to do it. They'll just stay in their own little tribe. Exactly. And all the little little rulers will go like, dude, we do a one world government. I'm out of a job. Fuck you. So it's, it's impossible, but they knew. They theorized if there was some kind of alien threat. That Don't you remember Reagan talking about exactly. that? Exactly. When you're in the UFO community, you take that Reagan speech from the UN and from the CFR, and you look at that as proof that there's aliens. But now I look at that. When you look at him and like at the CFR, he goes, wouldn't all our jobs be a little bit easier if there was some sort of threat? Some extraterrestrial threat. Well, he's talking he says, to the rule. He's well. It's not exactly what he said. No, 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 no. He, You're talking about the was, UN one. I'm talking yes. about a different one. He did it so many he had times. Two different dude, speeches. He was doing it all. No, that was a bunch of them. Yeah. He was on a mission to, to get everyone. And, but he makes it UFOs. sound like. Say that again. Six to eight of them, according to uh, Doctor Phil. Yeah. I did, which I didn't actually know until looking into this. I just knew about the famous one, you know, at the UN. But yeah. It's pretty weird. Pretty. pretty he was on a mission to get everyone, and, but he makes it UFOs. sound like, but he's like making it sound like humanitarian. Like, wouldn't wouldn't would all our differences just seem yeah. to diminish if there was some sort of extraterrestrial threat? That was getting everybody used to this shit. We're gonna come. The UN is but all about a one world government. That off? They oh, could, they can't, they can't do they it. Can't. But now we're approaching. The tech, we have the technology now with holograms. Now we could do it. It's always so. been for hundreds of years. They knew that. They knew that, but they couldn't pull it off. How are you going to pull it off? How are you gonna- the, the dudes who know how to make that shit are making movies. Are you retarded? Can you imagine? Uh oh, retard alert! Retard the alert, class! The, the, the guys that would know how to do a hologram are making movies. Don't you think? Just- <laughs> <All> these- <laughs> Sounds like, pretty What the fuck are you talking man. I know Joe has to, like, you know be a shill and shut down Eddie when he's telling too much truth. But it's like, there's no way Joe is that dumb to think that the guys that would make holograms for the Pentagon and DARPA, like wouldn't the guys know how to do that. They're all making movies. What the hell does that even mean? Making fucking shit for DARPA and then got jobs in the fucking Hollywood industrial complex. (laughs) This makes no Joe. Joe will say shit just to like, shut down a conversation, but he's not good at it. He just ends up sounding like a fucking idiot. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I would only, <laughs> the only reason I like Joe Rogan is for his guests. Um, I mean, I, I was <laughs> listening to him before the heat episode a hundred and that's like a totally different show. I mean, he's, it's night and day as far as like what Joe is, will, the ideas he's willing to entertain. And yeah, for sure. And then, you know, the way he totally backtracked on the, uh, the Instagram apology video for saying, no, there has not been any evidence of anybody period starting brush fires. Oh God. Yeah. Well, and like he talked to Neil deGrasse Tyson one time and said, actually the moon landing was real. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cause he's a scientist, a Jesuit scientist. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, just to back up Eddie here, uh, I hadn't heard this till he brought it up and I looked it up. I'd always heard the UN one, but this is Reagan at the CFR. Uh, our jobs would be easier. I couldn't help but say to him, just think how easy his task and mine might be in these meetings that we held. If suddenly there was a threat to this world from some other species from another planet uh, outside in the universe. Putting my 3D glasses jobs back on. Be... Holy okay. fuck. <laughs> All right, last <laughs> clip. Um, I'm going to play this through one time, but then... Uh, after I present my theory, I'll play it back again. When it comes to defending America, it is not enough to merely have an American presence in space. Space Force. We must have American dominance in space. So important. Very importantly, I'm hereby directing the Department of Defense and Pentagon to immediately begin the process necessary to establish a Space Force as the sixth branch of the armed forces. That's a big statement. Big statement. Okay. All right. In the words of, uh, just, just to do a little no agenda bit here, um, go ahead and put your cue glasses on. I already got them. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> I actually got red and blue sunglasses. Do you already, can you already see where, where my, my idea, you probably can already have an idea of what I'm about to, the idea that popped into my head. But uh, I, I'm heading somewhere maybe with the uh, with it being the six uh, 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 branch added to the armed forces, but I'm not I'm not entirely sure, I guess. OK, um, not necessarily unless I miss something on that front, but maybe. But um, OK, so Trump's president, right? He gets read in on things. That's not what I heard from CNN, but continue. <laughs> uh, he, he has <laughs> he has access to secret plans, I'm sure. Um, yeah, maybe Trump has been read in on Bluebeam. He definitely is talks against globalism. I mean, he's anti-globalist. He says Americanism, not globalism, will be our future. So, um, with that in mind and Bluebeam in mind, that maybe Trump knows about it. Let's listen to this clip again with cue glasses on. When it comes to defending America. It is not enough to merely have an American presence in space. We must have American dominance in space. Mm. So important. Very importantly, I'm hereby directing the Department of Defense and Pentagon to immediately begin the process necessary 
to establish a space force, space force. as the sixth branch of the armed forces. That's a big statement. So going back to what Von Braun's assistant was saying and what Reagan was into with the space weapons and the UN and that like a, a, a global uh, satellite weapon system, space weapon system. Um, and also, you know, satellites being used to project holograms for blue beam or whatever to set up a one world government. What if Trump's space force was to assert, as he said, American dominance in space is to counteract blue beam and to stop, uh, a, the one world, like, you know, the new world order agenda. What if space force is the countermeasure to blue beam? I, <laughs> oh, oh, I, I really dig that. I think, I think that's, uh, I really hope that it does end up being something to that capacity. Uh, now, do I know of anything that could back up your point? No, just no, me either. I just had that idea, uh, <laughs> when I heard that clip after, Lots of blue beam research, and I was like, put my cue glasses on for a second. Trump's playing like 60 chess again. Right, but, you know, at the same point, it, I don't think it would necessarily stop. It, does it stop at just this one particular scheme of blue beam, or is Space Force something that is, because, uh, you know, no agenda talks about it's the CIA versus the DNI, right? Um, mm-hmm. what if space force is, uh, you know, the new kid on the block c- coming in to kick the ass of the FBI, the ATF, uh, well, I don't know. The ATF space is armed forces. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, thing the is idea- like space force is either like not doing much or it's all like super secretive intelligence gathering. That's I'm, I'm more in the mindset of, uh, so it's, it's not like, it's not like, you know, like tie fighters and, uh, Death Stars and stuff. <laughs> Starship Enterprises. That's what I was like. Every, when everybody heard Space Force, they were like, yeah, it's going to be like the Air Force but in space. Yeah. And, you know, they, they whip out their Star Trek flag, Star Trek <laughs> insignia flag. Um, Talk about a globalist propaganda show, the Star Trek, man. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, we got some of that coming for y'all. It's going to be good. <laughs> Um, well, anyways, yeah. I will, uh, I'll, I'll see if by the next episode I can find up, I'm sure I won't be able to find much, but I'll find a little bit more on, on space force. Cause that's what I want to dig into a little bit more. And, uh, I do like the idea of, of, uh, space force being America's America first over, uh, the global, um, you know, Reagan, what Reagan said at the UN shit in space. That's uh, because uh, if, if space force is really America first, then they wouldn't let any blue beam shit happen with satellites to set up a world government and convince everybody there's aliens invading space force would be there. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not explaining my idea as well as I'd like, but anyway, I'll work on it. Well, guys, I was some... no, I, I like it. Um, aliens. <laughs> I hope, Look at it's, that. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's a sort of, uh, well, I mean, that's, that's it right there. I think it's a, I think it's a modest and appropriate amount of hope 
you know, that's not something as outlandish as Q, you know, it's, it's kind of baby steps. Well, um, you, you're only saying it's not outlandish cause you forgot to take your Q glasses off. So, Oh shit. I already yeah. took the glasses off. So maybe I do really believe it. Oh. Holy fuck. <laughs> right. We're getting invaded. They looking at us. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for, uh, bringing me on tonight um god damn we hit it fucking hard (laughs) i think we it is two in the morning here i think we started two we started two hours before nick the rat and we ended an hour after him and that and coming for you (laughs) yeah suck a dick nick watch your back rat (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah man uh if anybody made it this far along uh, I saw Metis was in the chat earlier, but I didn't notice till an hour or two late. But if anybody's still listening, thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, what what uh, do you want to plan on within the next month? Rounding up the the rest of the behind the schemes crew and wrapping this oh, up yeah. with a part two. Oh yeah, cool. It's gonna be good. Oh, part three, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, part three because we did two parts at once. Yeah, uh, and I'll I'll do a little more research, and you already have the uh, more clips on uh, the logistics. So mm-hmm. only yeah, this was great. Through about half of them. Sweet. Uh, oh, one one thing. One I swear to God, one really quick thing. Yeah. Um, I love John and Carolyn for being the first show to bring me on to the No Agenda stream. Uh, <laughs> but I don't give a shit what they have to say about Eddie Bravo because I think. I think that dude's God tier. Like it to me, he just screams honesty. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I mean, he is some, <laughs> uh, he's uh, yeah, no, he is. He is definitely way more genuine than Joe is for sure. Yeah. I, I really appreciate you bringing that. That was like, Oh, that's a, that's a really good way to fucking um, wrap this up. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I, I mean, I, I understand why people, I mean, it, yeah. Eddie's a flat earther, so it's easy to like Spencer. I mean, it, I was laughing when Spencer and Fletcher were doing the Eddie Bravo impressions. Yeah. Why, did, why do cars drive? What was it? What, what is it? Like the conspiracies there, cut away. Anyways, I I, I, I'm going to butcher it. It's way too late. I'm delirious. But yeah, no, Eddie's great. And so are the bowlers and the hawkers. Oh, yeah. Everybody, everybody that's hanging around this, uh, this little show called No Agenda. Um, but on that note, uh, unless you have any other idea for a playoff, uh, all I got left is next time's teaser. Oh, yes. Perfect. Is Bioshock? We are bringing you an eyewitness account of what's happening on the Wilmoth Farm, Grover's Mill, New Jersey. We now return you to Carl Phillips at Grover's Mill. Ladies and gentlemen, my own. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, here I am, back of the stone wall that adjoins Mr. Wilmer's garden. From here, I get a sweep of the whole scene. I'll give you every detail as long as I can talk and as long as I can see. More state police have arrived. They're drawing up a cordon in front of the pit. About 30 of them. 
No need oh, to is this War of the Worlds? Oh, yeah. Uh, captains conferring with someone can't quite see who. Oh, yes, I believe it's Professor Pearson. Yes, it is. Now, now they've parted, and the professor moves around one side, studying the object while the captain and two policemen advance with something in their hands. I can see it now. It's a white handkerchief tied to a pole. Flag of truce. Those creatures know what that means, what anything means. Wait a minute, something's happening. Humped shape is rising out of the pit. I can make out a small beam of light against a mirror. What's that? There's a jet of flame springing from that mirror and it leaps right at the advancing men. It strikes them head on. Lords are turning into flames. That was kind of a bad cut there at the end. I, I that was not the cleaned up one, but the idea works. That's, that's a good. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm. That's a good tease. I'm pumped. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that'll be cool, and maybe, maybe we can make it a whole thing. I'll see if my co-host come. We get Malachi Monty of BDA. Be a swap cast round two or whatever. And man, um, behind the schemes will be linked in the show notes available wherever podcasts are sold. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, if you, I mean, I'm assuming if you've listened to this, you've probably checked them out by now, but if you haven't, man, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, shit. Thank you for the kind words. And, you guys are the uh, yeah. you guys are the latest addition to the no agenda stream, I think, right? That's what uh, Sir Brimrose and Darno made it sound like. Yeah, uh, <laughs> pretty awesome. We'll see, um, see if you have anything. Uh, nice what episode are you up to now? Whole... I've heard them all, but I'm, I can't remember what episode you're up to now. Uh, tomorrow is going to be episode twenty-eight. Nice. So. Getting Epic. up there to that big three three, <laughs> and then every episode after that is just going to be thirty three. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll really piss Bimrose off if you just keep titling every episode the same one. <laughs> Add a little chaos to yeah. The, no, he's been screen. having that problem, I guess, with Smashcast, and sometimes with Nick the Rat when they don't title or but they don't number their episodes, just put a title. Oh, I throws gotcha. off the uh, the podcatcher that he's. Picking everything up from. But anyway, yeah, thanks again, Blueberry. And man, we got to do more of these. This is so fun. And uh, wow. Yeah, yeah four. I, I, over, uh, let's see. What, what time? Uh, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, about five hours. We just did. Straight. Yeah. Five hours straight. With only like a one 10 minute break in the middle. Pretty Consummate good. professionals, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> I, th- I think we might be the only two people awake on the planet right now. <sighs> Even well, Nick the Rats. Even Nick the Rats out of here. <laughs> Passed out. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, thanks again. And uh, for sure, we got to do more of these. And everything you need to find. You don't have a Twitter, do you? You just have the knowledge into social. Yeah. I can link that on there and I'll link the uh, anything else you want me to put in the show notes besides behind the schemes, man. And uh, I can, uh, I'll give you my Instagram. Uh, that's, that's about it. Yeah, I mean, um, if you want me yeah. to link it, it don't matter to me. Sure. Yeah. Um, cool. You got any, you right. got any books to promote? Uh, uh, 
just the uh, just the books I'm about to go smoke when I go smoke like four cigarettes back to back. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to at least get two in. <laughs> All right, man. I am going to go do what you're about to do, which is enjoy a nice cigarette. And I cool. will. Yeah. It, it, oh, uh, in the morning. And thank you, thank for, you courage. for your courage. Hell yeah. Peace boobs out, out boobs. Be well. Anytime the government has secrets that can they can keep from us, they can manipulate us by those secrets. In essence, they still remain 25 years at least ahead of us in technology, information, and knowledge, and secrets, and they are using them against us. I heard over the years, many times over, that the plan to usher in the new world order would be to make all the people in this country and around the world feel totally helpless to prevent the new world order from occurring, this world dominance plan, by saying that we had been invaded by aliens, so that we would say, oh please UN, come in and help us all. So bear in mind that there is a planned orchestration to get people to be submissive through the secret technology and information that they're keeping from you under the blanket of the so-called National Security Act that's threatening the security of our nation. You're being programmed since the, the second you're born in front of a television set, movies and everything else to get totally different. So you're all you're doing is being programmed to stay in the physical dimension. I mean, the final conflict that these guys have is set up in motion. When we get through reducing the world's population, then they're going to have this organized group. I mean, the New World Order is a socialist dictatorship, just so you know. And what happens is that they're going to supposedly get the army to fight the are going to be all about. I mean, you go right down by some of the movies that way. Wake up, guys. You're in a huge play. You know, it's like William Shakespeare said, the whole world's the stage and we're just the players on this thing, which is actually correct. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide, if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Years ago, many, many years ago, back in 1972, I was sitting at my desk at about 4.30 in the morning at the headquarters of the Commander-in-Chief of the United States Pacific Fleet, arranging the information that had come in over the last 24 hours into a logical order so that we could prepare a briefing for the Admiral and his staff, which would take place later that morning. Among the papers I found on my desk was a document entitled Operation majority and it was not the entire paperwork involving this operation but was merely a synopsis of the operation and projects contained under it. One of these projects was called Project Red Light. The purpose according to this document was to back engineer captured extraterrestrial technology for adaptation into the United States space program. Now, I have since come to believe that the extraterrestrial portion of all of this is nonsense, but that the technology is real, is real. I believe that many of us were shown these documents over the years so that later we would talk about it. I mean, how can you keep the existence of extraterrestrials, if they were real, a secret? 
And how could anyone keep quiet knowing that they had seen documentation, official government documents, labeled top secret, that expressed that these extraterrestrials were real and had visited this earth. I wanted to know just how true all of this was, and I began a program of research to find out if extraterrestrials were real. The first thing I did was collect every bit of documentation that I could find, both from the Freedom of Information Act, from the receipt search of others, from books that had been printed on the subject of UFOs, and of course through my network of friends in the intelligence community, what I discovered was amazing. What I discovered, ladies and gentlemen, is that there has been a plan in existence since about 1917, and probably before that, to create an artificial extraterrestrial threat to this earth in order to create a one-world totalitarian socialist government. One of the first documents that I found in my search was this one. The Imperial Japanese Mission 1917, a record of the reception throughout the United States of the special mission headed by Viscount Ishii. And when the Imperial Japanese Mission was uh, in New York City, they had a dinner and some pretty famous people spoke at this dinner. One of them was John Dewey. John Dewey is the father of our failing, disastrous public education system. Here's what he said. Listen very carefully. John Dewey, professor of philosophy in Columbia University, who was the next speaker, was listened to with great intentness. He said, quote, Someone remarked that the best way to unite all the nations on this globe would be an attack from some other planet. In the face of such an alien enemy, people would respond with a sense of their unity of interest and purpose. Unquote. Now, bear in mind, folks, that's night. 1917. One of the next documents that I found, and I found quite a few, but one that's pretty important is called the Report from Iron Mountain. The Probability and Desirability of Permanent Peace. Now, I encourage you to find this book wherever you can find it. I don't know where you can get it, but find it. Page 66. Credibility, in fact, lies at the heart of the problem of developing a political substitute for war. This is where the space race proposals, in many ways so well suited as economic substitutes for war, fall short. The most ambitious and unrealistic space project cannot of itself generate a believable external menace. It has been hotly argued that such a menace would offer the last best hope of peace, etc., by uniting mankind against the danger of destruction by creatures from other planets or from outer space. Experiments have been proposed to test the credibility of an out-of-our-world invasion threat. And it continues on another page. Nevertheless, an effective political substitute for war would require alternate enemies some of which might seem equally far-fetched in the context of the current war system. It may be, for instance, that gross pollution of the environment can eventually replace the possibility of mass destruction by nuclear weapons as the principal substitute for war. Are you beginning to get the message, folks? Poisoning of the air and of the principal sources of food and water supply is already well advanced and at first glance would seem promising in this respect. 
It constitutes a threat that can be dealt with only through social organization and political power. But from present indications, it will be a generation to a generation and a half before environmental pollution, however severe, will be sufficiently menacing on a global scale to offer a possible basis for a solution. However unlikely some of the possible alternate enemies we have mentioned may seem, we must emphasize that one must be found of credible quality and magnitude if a transition to peace is ever to come about without social disintegration. It is more probable, in our judgment, that such a threat will have to be invented rather than developed from unknown conditions. Ladies and gentlemen, they have created so many alternate enemies in order to bring about their one-world totalitarian socialist state that we don't know which enemy to believe is real or is false or whether to just toss them all out on their ears. And I think that that is probably going to be the best solution. Disarmament is no accident. All of these bills in Congress to take away our weapons is no accident. The intentional environmental pollution of our lakes, rivers, streams, oceans, forests, everything is no accident, as you just heard. These things were planned many, many years ago. All the bombardment of the public with movies about flying saucers in the 50s right after the United Nations Treaty was signed and the UN Participation Act was pushed through Congress and all of the incidents since that have convinced the majority of the American people that flying saucers are real and extraterrestrials exist and that flying saucers are from an extraterrestrial origin. This is being promulgated in many ways, by television commercials, in the movies, in the newspapers, by creating incidents either real or imagined. I believe, because of my research and because of the extensive documentation that I've found and that is in my book, that this whole scenario has been created to give us an artificial alien threat from outer space. During the Reagan administration, he made six speeches specifically talked about a threat from outer space by some other species from some other planet. Six, ladies and gentlemen. Why would the president repeat the same thing six times tagged on to the ends of speeches by him? The speechwriters did not put that in the speech. Ronald Reagan added it himself. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bound. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. This was a powerful suggestion to implant into the minds of the people of the world that there really is a threat from some other species from some other planet to this earth. Now, you people out there have been ignoring the UFO phenomenon for too long. It has all the earmarks of the most successful, most sophisticated mind control operation in the history of the world, and you are ignoring it. What better way to implement a plan to bring about a one-world government than to create, create the possibility in the minds of the people of the world that we are being threatened from some other species from some other planet and do it in a way that if anybody questions it or challenged it or wants to talk about it publicly that they are ridiculed. 
and the ultimate goal is to make the earth look very small to present the people of the world with an external threat to this earth a superior race from some other planet vastly superior to us in intellect philosophy and technology in order to cause the dissolution of nation states the dissolution of all existing religions and the formation of the world totalitarian socialist government you son of a piece of garbage I hate you. My listeners hate you. And remember that scumbag forever. Abs in a six pack. A B S N A six, the number P A C K dot com.